see we are official podcasters because we both have a, a cup of coffee. Yes. To get ready to to enjoy this podcast here. It is the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast brought to you by Untuck It. <laughs> the mullet of dress shirts. Party up front. Or excuse me, business up front, party in the back. Yeah, you know, I, you got to hand it to them, though. That's uh, that's that's some clever. Uh, I, I never thought that you could make a living saying, you know what? Sometimes you don't want to tuck your shirt in, and you need a, a you need a special magical shirt. Does that ever look good, though? Untucked shirts. The untucked shirts, unless you're unless you're doing the real casual, like I'm wearing a dress shirt with jeans. Right. That's about it. That's yeah. About it. No one yeah. walks into a job interview and be like, Hey, you know why you want to hire me? Untuckets. Untuckets got me the job. <laughs> um. We will start off with election days right around the corner. Mm. And I don't know about you, Johnny, but I've been inundated with mailers and Facebook ads and everything else. So ubiquitous that I don't even pay attention to them. Yeah. And right underneath my nose, it wasn't until brought to national attention when I was watching The Late Show, that underneath our nose the entire time has been a name so hilarious, I cannot believe we have not touched upon it as of yet, and now that I say touched upon it and I give the name, sure, I don't so. think I could say that. Yeah. But Comptroller Susanna Mendoza has a gentleman who appears in one of her ads, and it's, it's split second in this ad called Grosspert. And the gentleman's name is, he's a farmer, so thank God for what all he does. But the gentleman's name is Dick Bigger Jr. <laughs> Which means there was a Dick Bigger Sr. Dick Bigger Sr., yeah. <laughs> and I wonder, and I ask you, Johnny, because now on her YouTube page with all her ads, there is now a Dick Bigger Jr. outtake section. Yeah, it, it seems as though Comptroller Mendoza knew that she had lightning in a bottle. Correct. With Farmer Bigger. <laughs> Farmer uh, Bigger Jr. Yeah, um, because because he's terrible in the outtakes. He can't even get a full sentence out without falling apart. Um, and so they, uh, it's just a, it's just a flash of a second that's in the actual commercial that they use. But I think she I think she just said, you know what, we're going to shoehorn this in. I'll get on Jimmy Kimmel's show, which she ended up with, ended and, up and, happening. And on Late Show, it's even, my yeah. ad's going to get nationwide exposure because mm-hmm. of Dick Bigger Jr. Yeah, <laughs> can I say exposure because of Dick Bigger Jr. And you know. Does he, why does he is his actual given name Dick? Why wouldn't I mean? What's wrong with Rich? Right. I'm assuming it would have been Richard Bigger Jr. And what, even then, but I, I guess he's in on the joke nah. as well. Is there going to be a Dick Bigger the Third? Yeah. I don't know if there's a Dick Bigger the Third out there, but I, I, I'm with you. I think she, whoever found him from her campaign, kudos to you. Yeah. Because you you knew. Good, bad, and different, you are going to get publicity out That's of that right. gentleman being in there. Where do you get your eggplants? I get them from Farmer Dick. <laughs> Where else? Where else would I get my zucchini? I don't want to go to Dick Bigger Smaller for my zucchinis. I want <laughs> Dick Bigger Jr. for my uh, zucchinis. Speaking, the- of, yeah, speaking of crotches, yeah. um, you know, we, can, we could rename this podcast Sex and Poo, because basically... <laughs> Majority of that's why it's too good for radio because you're not gonna you're not gonna have let's talk sex and poo Saturday mornings on on the radio station. Uh, But uh, we go with what we would know. Another story that's too good for the radio that they'd never talk about because it would be good and people would listen to it. Correct. Um, Question going around is why why men touch their crotch so much? Do you ever do it unintentionally when you don't realize it? Well, yes. And I th- and I think that's I thought that was the answer. 
because not I, unintentionally, it's just something something's moved, and you got to kind of you know resettle you, the you got to rebalance the. Yes, you have a choice, especially when you're out in public, and you obviously shouldn't be going to that area when you're out in public. Mm-hmm. But there's a choice to your point when things move of. I can look like a crazy person and all of a sudden like I like walk on normal ground like I'm just getting off a horse to yeah. unloosen things or <laughs> I can look around make sure no one's looking and quickly maneuver it out of the way. According to Reddit uh, oh, and, and the, yeah, the, the bastion the, of yeah, knowledge the, the tight science that they have there is that uh, men touch their penis between 23 and 30 times mm. a day. Uh, that seems high. Uh, I think so. Um, are they including when you're supposed to, like in the restroom? Well, and that's, or this, or this just uh, above, above the uh, the clothes grazing or moving of things. Um, but we, we've all seen it. Why does one guy? Why does walking around with one hand buried near your crotch skew specifically male? And why the utter lack of shame while doing it? Uh, a uh, psychotherapist from Dublin said, I would say that belonging is an important part of well-being and that guys do that to feel like they belong to the tribe of guys. It's like, ah, I've got a penis as well. Kind of a, kind of a thing. <laughs> nice penis. Good to see you. Uh, got the penis. Yeah. <laughs> penis. Nice penis. Good to see you. According to scientific evidence, um, one doctor says that low, <laughs> low intensity physical touch releases oxytocin in the brain. Um, it has many beneficial effects on our health and well-being. For instance, it reduces anxiety. So when you're stressed out, you're just going to, oh, there it is. I still got it. There it is. Uh, one fella says, uh, I never do it in public. There are men that do that. I'm not one of them. He said, I do it unconsciously during a news, a film. It isn't sexual at all. It's like a special blanket. What? Yeah. (laughs) Dick Bigger Jr.? And so this is kind of where I, I go askew from this article is... There, there must be some sort of crotch touching going on that I'm not aware of. I mean, they're talking about a lot of active crotch touching here, and I think when I, whenever I'm making contact with it, it is. It's usually just kind of an adjustment or eh, it's something, you know, something pulled, something. Yeah, I a don't weird fold in the underwear or something. I don't find myself at a theater watching a horror movie or feeling anxiety and be like, oh, oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. Like that, you're, you're right. To me, it's like something has gone askew, or the other one is. The horror of, did I zip my pants back up after right. the restroom? Do you ever have that situation where you're like, oh, yeah. I know I'm going in a public place. I'm already out of my car. Mm-hmm. I'm walking towards that public place. Oh, did I did I zip this morning? And you, you kind of have to look and like, okay, there I zipped. Yeah, you do the thing where you, at least this is what I do, is I'll, I'll, I'll sort of like uh, subtly slide my hand along my belt. Just like I'm just, you know, I'm oh. here's, my, here's my belt. And, and if, I feel, uh, if I feel like an, uh, a surprise opening. It's like, oh. oh, that's a good way to go about yeah. it. With this, uh, but you're right. This, this, this is saying that there's a lot more to it than just readjustment. It sounds like there are guys out there that do just, you know, I mean, like either in the pants or through the pocket or something, feel the need to just like grab onto it uh, for some sort of yeah. I mean, connection. Any, anytime it's more than even and that one guy says i don't do it in public i just do it at movies or doing the news or yeah. whatever it's like uh okay i think anytime it's more than a, a second or two to to maneuver things there's an issue going on deeper than just maneuverability at that point right 
Uh, if you notice yourself with your hands in your trousers in public or if someone warns you about it, first I would like to reassure you that it's a normal urge unless it's getting compulsive, says one doctor. However, it's not okay to walk around in public fidgeting with your private parts. I think we no. can all agree <laughs> on, on that. Yeah, if you're walking around like at the airport fidgeting with your private parts, everyone's going to go, I hope that guy's not sitting next to me. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm just trying to think of a scenario where you would fidget that much. I unless mean, even- you're in a batter's box of a Major League Baseball <laughs> game, then okay. Yeah. But even then, I mean, you're moving, you're like you're, you're shuffling the cup around and you're doing right, something. Yes. Yeah. That's not more so grabbing your own crotch. That's moving your protection mm-hmm. around. And you're not doing it out of a, you know, like a wrapper or something saying, yeah, check out this. Yeah, there you is know. that. I mean, usually you when know. you put your hands in the air, the, the, the other hand goes to the crotchal area. That's um, usually that's usually the way it goes. So in the comments below, because we can't take your calls because we're not on the radio. Yes, please comment below. If, uh, if, if there's something going on to this crotch touching that I'm not aware <laughs> of, uh, am I missing something? I guess maybe maybe I maybe we should be. Touching our crotch. Maybe that's why we're, yeah, maybe that's why we have so much anxiety. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think, you know, it seems like in, like if you're just sitting around and you're just wearing sweatpants and nothing underneath, there's there's more movement there. So you tend to, but I don't know, man. I just don't, I, 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 I I tend to wear just like gym shorts to bed and, and consciously at times, like, you know, there's things. But you gotta, right? Yes. Because things escape. Right. Exactly. That's, that's my biggest fear is like. So I'm I'm so accustomed to wearing gym shorts to bed that I have to consciously, if like we have an overnight guest at our house, to wake up in the morning and put an extra layer of protection on right. before I just wander out there. Because when you get to gene, with, with gym shorts, if you move a certain way, there are things that can't be unseen. Frankly, I don't think women appreciate how hard it is it's being a guy. It's very difficult. I mean, it is ex- really, extremely difficult. Uh, they, they've got it so good. Everything, oh, so easy. Everything's just handed to them, and we've got yeah. stuff. You know, we've got it's things like, we got to take care just, of. There's stuff moving when it's not supposed to, and there's yeah. just, you know, we got to think about. I don't know. Am I going to shave today or not? You know, this is, these are very hard conversations. Uh, uh, do am I, I going to go somewhere and make a lot more money than you? That kind of stuff. Uh, am I going to comb my hair or not? <laughs> Can I just put right. on a ball cap and walk out the door? I mean, yeah. it is very. Does this this shirt smell too much? We don't have we we you know what is the male equivalent of the scrunchie? Women can get away with murder. Yes, exactly. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. By the way, if you want to look good for your next job interview, go to Untuck It. <laughs> Our sponsor today's uh, power uh, today's uh, podcast uh, Powerball. Are you going to be playing? No. As of the recording of no. this uh, tomorrow, would be Saturday. One point five billion dollars on the line, and I love the fact, and I and I'm guilty of it as much as the next person, mm-hmm. right? For some reason, all of a sudden, when it gets to be that high a number, everyone thinks they're going to win. Yeah, you suddenly need to be a Powerball player. You don't do it at all. Like the way we scoff. At a twenty million dollar jackpot of like, that's not worth my no, time. Even when it's even when it's like five hundred million, if it's if it's if it's more than half of this, you go. People oh, go. Eh, I do I really know, need man. to get tickets? I got things to do. I don't want to waste my money. And I get it. I mean, it's like it, it's it, you wouldn't wouldn't it be amazing? And we all have that fantasy. But you're not going to win it. No. And that's the thing. It's like when it gets to this number, more people feel like they are going to win it. Right. And it's like, and, and part of it too is, even if you do win it. Right. I don't think people realize it. And I'm going to get my tickets, but I don't think enough people realize like your your life. It, it goes crazy at that point. Even, if you, don't, you know, you can stay anonymous. 
But there is so much that comes with that that people don't even fathom. Granted, I'd figure it out. Yes, I, I mean I, it's easier you know, to figure. I'd hire out. someone to help me figure it out. Yes, it's, uh, but you're right. I mean, there are there are so many horror stories of people just their whole lives turned upside down, and they're you know they end up in no better shape than they were before without the money. Well, it, and it, I, you know, I had the conversation with my wife about you know if we win or whatever or whatnot, you know, wouldn't it be great? And and yeah, my father in law was in town. He's like, oh, you'd buy a private jet. I'm like, no, a jet. What are you going to do with a jet? Right, exactly. They're just like, well, oh, you could charter one. You could charter a private jet. I'm like, no. I'm like, the only thing that would change for me is I would still fly good old Southwest, but I pay the $80 to make sure I'm with A1 or A15. (laughs) And they just laughed at me. I'm like, because that's just who I, that's just who I am, right? Yeah. Even with the money, like I don't need a jet, like paying that much money seems wasteful to me. Like it's, it, it's hard for me to comprehend that I was so drilled in by my parents yeah. to be frugal that it would be hard for me to then all of a sudden change habits that have done for 40 some years of my life. Yeah, I get that. I get You know that. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it'd still be difficult to me to be like, uh, don't know if I need to buy this. It's not on sale this week. Right. Like that's a hard to me. That'd be a hard habit to break. Yeah, but but then yeah. But my, I guess my where my brain goes is, what am I going to do with all this stuff? It's like I got too much stuff right oh, now. Really? I don't want to go buy stuff. Well, you got to buy a bigger place for your stuff. Yeah, I guess so. That'd be the number one. That that's the one thing I would splurge on. It's like okay, I need a bigger place for my stuff. Yeah. But I don't. That, but then I wouldn't need more stuff to fill it up. I don't know, man. Yeah, it it does sound like it's more trouble than it's. Uh, like you know I what? Said, I'm I'll not, figure now, it out. But now I don't know if I want to play. Yeah. Now after talking it over, I'm not going to win. So why am I going to waste the money? Uh, on, on to lighter news. Mm-hmm. We always enjoy a good monkey story. Yes. And we have a couple of them for you here on the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. We begin with the possibility of monkeys on a train. Uh, there is a video going around. Monkey porters? <laughs> yes. That's what I want. Yeah. I want monkey porters. Oh, oh, ah, ah, if I've got oh, a monkey. Ah, that means all aboard. <laughs> Just to let you know. If I got a monkey butler at home, I want a monkey porter. That You know what? With the money, I may actually buy a monkey porter. Like, Can I get you some tea, sir? <laughs> That would be fantastic. Uh, but over in India, there's a train station where uh, they saw unexpectedly joined by a curious monkey that wandered into the building and went through a security checkpoint. <laughs> uh, witnesses filmed this, then shows the monkey walking through the turnstiles and strolling right through a security checkpoint, appearing to escape the notice of station personnel. I think they're starting to figure things out. I think they are, too. If you're a monkey and you need to travel, yeah. why in the hell are you going to go as a, as a pack with your hands and feet Going all those miles when you just hop the train. No yeah. one's no one's going to ask you for a ticket, right? They can walk through. It's like no identification needed. Well, and you've seen these videos now. Whenever a monkey appears, it freaks people out. I mean, they they, they scatter, they yeah. run. Oh, they, yeah. So yeah. the monkey can just like walk on, start kicking people out of the you know first class coach. And I uh, didn't think about that. Just put its feet up. And they say, can just get the entire bar cart to themselves on to Dubai or wherever this the train's going. Right, exactly. <laughs> then I love to see the monkey then pull the thing to stop the train. Like yeah. this is my next stop. Like yeah, I saw but, a banana. Yeah, <laughs> they they <laughs> figure they figure things out between the buses and the trains. And actually, I would pay extra for a monkey train. To your point, monkey porters oh, yeah. and everything else. That'd yeah. be fantastic. Monkey engineers, because really, you could. I bet you could train. I'm sorry to if the, for the train engineers who are <laughs> listening. Uh, but I, I bet you, you could. could. Tra- I bet you could train a monkey to figure that out. I think you out. could. I, oh, I'm sure you could. Because in the in in the space race, remember mm-hmm. back in the 50s, you know, it wasn't a it wasn't a human that we sent into space first. No, we, they were we, out there first. We sent monkeys up there. Yeah, we sent the chimps. They were there first, and to just see to see how it went. Yeah. 
And as the space race is heating up again, and, you know, we're all excited about Elon's rocket or Jeff Bezos' rocket, but, you know, China Dick is... Dick Bigger Jr.'s <laughs> rocket. <laughs> Untuck it rocket. Uh, of course, China is in the yeah. space race. Yeah. They're trying to get to the moon as well. Um, and they've asked an interesting question that has been asked before of, hey, what happens on these longer space missions or if we're going to colonize Mars? At some point, we've have to have we got to have the talk, right? We've got to yeah. talk about the birds and the bees. Yeah, sex and poop here more. Space sex. Uh-huh. Uh, and, space X, space sex. <laughs> uh, and so – one of the uh, one of the officials from the Chinese Academy of Sciences says um, these experiments uh, are going to help uh, um, with colonization. He said okay. some studies might involve mice and macaques carried out to see how long they they grow or even reproduce in space. So they're talking about monkey sex in space. Up, monkey up in space. sex in space, um, which is a great movie on Pornhub right now. If you haven't seen oh, it, my, yet. you know that there's someone there's kink into that. Oh, it's yeah. going to ch- if there's someone listening to this podcast right now that is going to go check that later on after they get done listening. Now here's something that didn't occur to me here on the Sex and Poop podcast. <laughs> Uh, S&P. Now, uh, in the early days of the space race, you could send a monkey with a diaper up and bring it back down and everything was fine. Mm-hmm. But they're saying, hey, on these longer missions, you've got to deal with monkey waste. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. If they're going to put them up there for that long and they have to have access to it. You've got to feed them. You've got to, you've got to yeah, figure right, something yeah. out. So you can't just send – you can't send monkeys up privately to you know go in the next room and, hey, why don't you and Mrs. Monkey – get it on in there um you've got to send astronauts up there to to help out right and then but then you run into the panda situation correct right like it you got to make sure that they are they're feeling the mood like how do you set the mood for the monkey which is another space challenge astronauts typically have lower blood pressure correct so it's uh, so there's some there's some arousal issues that, that oh go i'm sure on there uh monkeys believe it or not um don't fully understand zero gravity. So oh, I'm that's sure gonna, that, that's gonna, freak that, That's going to mess with their world. That's going to freak them out. Um, and so, you know, if they're all stressed out and they're punching each other because they can't seem to <laughs> seem to get on the floor. Um, that, yeah, because you know, so there's there's all, there's all these other things that I never thought about. And, and it comes to the point. It's like, you know what? You're just going to have to do this with humans. Yeah, you're, you're just going to have to do this with humans. Going back to your bad por- lighting and just have uh, some porn SpaceX. I was going to say, going back to your point, by 2030, we're all going to be in some type of porno. But let me ask you this. You're a space nerd. Would you sign up to be a part of that? Oh, the the first space sex mission? Yeah. <laughs> Boldly going where no man has gone before? Yeah, I think that, yeah, if, if that's, if, if my country needs me. <laughs> NASA, if you're listening. Johnny Molson will answer that call. Ladies we and don't do these things because they are easy. We do them because they are hard. <laughs> and in zero gravity. Including that monkey's erection. <laughs> yeah. um, you, you know who else will do it? Dick Baker Jr. Yeah. He'll be there for him. And finally, in the Too Good for Radio podcast, uh, I ask you this, Johnny Molson, because it has irked me more than it probably should. And I am very much, if nothing else, over the years we've known each other and in the years we're actually on the radio and not too good for it. I was very much always a to each their own person, pretty mm-hmm. laid back. But this has irked me to no end. Is it too soon for Christmas decorations and Christmas carols to be playing everywhere? Boy, there are a lot of people on November 1st. Not a lot of people, but there's certainly a clump of people who, as soon as the Halloween decorations come down, Christmas goes straight up. Uh, uh, man, that's a... I don't where, know. Where do you stand on it? Because... 
it it made me so angry when Old Navy started with the Christmas commercials before Halloween even hit. Mm-hmm. Like it was like October twenty seventh. All of a sudden, um, ah, Stifler's mom shows up on my TV screen playing a Christmas carol, and they're promoting all their Christmas wear for Old Navy and gifts and whatnot. And then they use the hashtag sorry, not sorry, which pissed me off even more. Oh, wow. So they know they know what they, they're doing. They know what they're you doing. You know what you've done. That's why I go to untuck it for my <laughs> shirts. Um, yeah, you know, it, it, it's it's funny with, yeah, with businesses. I know everybody gets all frustrated. You walk into a department store or Walgreens or something, and there's already Christmas stuff out. On one hand, I get it because it's just a horse race. Everybody's trying to yeah. be first in line, uh, you know, when, when when the Christmas shopping starts. So I don't get too ridiculous on that. Uh, it's 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 I, I you know I, I give it an eye roll, but I get it. It's it's everyone's trying to one up each other. But it it does surprise me when people have already just decked their house and they're ready to go. Yeah, I mean the people that are going to be putting this stuff up this weekend. I just I don't know. To to me. I always was the of the thought process, and I guess it's a nostalgia thing. But for me, as a kid growing up, Christmas wasn't didn't officially start till Santa came down, you know, Main Street on the Macy's Thanksgiving mm-hmm. Day Parade. And I'm still of that ilk, and I get it, and I understand the hypocrisy of me because I'm the same guy who has gone to Disney on Labor Day weekend and celebrated Halloween at a Christmas <laughs> at, a, at a Halloween party. Right. So I get that, but I think because we were so bereft of holidays by the time Halloween comes around. I mean, no offense to 4th of July, but, you know, and, and Labor Day itself, but Halloween's like the, the you know, we haven't right. had, we've been so far removed from like a big one we all celebrate uh, that uh, the, the excitement level is there. It's just those people who just want to shoehorn in Christmas so quickly. I don't know, it bugs me. I think Thanksgiving is just become th- an afterthought. Well, and that's just it. I, I think it I think it throws unnecessary shade on Thanksgiving or it just neglects Thanksgiving, which is a superior holiday. Oh, I agree. I don't. You think- sit around, you eat stuff, and you, you you laugh with your family. There's no there's no expectations, no obligations. You don't have to bring a gift. Maybe no. maybe you bring a pie, or maybe you bring a side dish or Super a bottle easy. of wine. Expectations are low. It's exactly what a holiday should be. You hang out with family, eat food, and laugh and nap and nap and take a big nap. That you Thanksgiving may be the best holiday yeah. there is. I think so. Thanksgiving. Hot, ta- hot take alert. Hot take alert. Thanksgiving may be our best holiday, and we are just throwing it to the curb for Followed no reason. closely by 4th of July. Again, yes, another a, one. A, a no obligation holiday. You maybe bring a dish to pass. Eh, you that's dr- easy. You drink, and you, bl- and you blow and stuff you blow up. And you blow things up. I think those are the two best. Christmas really can are. go to hell. You know what? Valentine's Day expectations Valentine's Day. are high. Valentine's I mean, just, Day is bur- it's birthdays. Just, uh, it's just really it's it's just, it's that it's that it's that disparity between the expectations and the reality. Even Halloween, for as much as I love it, there is anxiety of uh, of a, of a oh, costume yeah. anymore. Yeah. Of a costume, what costumes they wear. There's also the anxiety of what's the best candy. How do mm-hmm. I you know make sure that I don't get my house egged mm-hmm. and everything else? Shouldn't be. Thanksgiving is. Far superior, no and, and, it, and it gets no love because yeah. all these ding dongs are out there with their wreaths and everything else already. I agree. You're mm-hmm. you're missing out on a fantastic holiday. And, and you know what? The best thing about Thanksgiving is as well. If you feel like you eat too much, there's a perfect shirt to cover it up called Untuck It <laughs> that you can go to right now. Yes. Proud sponsor. Not really, of the Too Good for Radio podcast. No. And we don't have any sponsors because I don't think anyone knows we're doing this. No. We are 31. I mean, everybody's listening to it, but I don't think yeah. anybody here in the building. No, they don't know. They just think, they're like, oh, Johnny's here, and, yeah. and they're in the, the studio that we would use for radio, but this is too damn good for it. Yeah. 
And I do want to mention real quick, uh, as the World Series winds down, you brought up a great marketing campaign that has gone that has not been addressed by one of our other sponsors, Nugenics. Yeah, if you've been watching the pregame show uh, in the World Series, where uh, where Frank Thomas is talking to to Poppy, Big Poppy, uh, David Ortiz, David Ortiz uh, and you just at one point you want him to just like just slam a bottle on there and say, "Poppy, she'll like it too." <laughs> And Big Pop, you know, he just uh, grabs yeah. it and runs. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. It's a yeah. missed opportunity. It is a missed opportunity. I don't know how they Big, how they big Poppy, that. she'll like it too. Yeah. I mean, that just sells itself. That's yeah. also that's also a video on Pornhub. <laughs> and that wraps up the uh, Poo and Sex podcast. Yep. We'll be back next week. Subscribe, like. Thanks for listening.